When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins now. And welcome to the tiny stage portion of Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from all across New England. Brought to you each Tuesday by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea, and we are on the tiny stage tonight with a band nominated for a New England Music Award, the Daybreakers. How are you guys doing there tonight? Hey, what's going on, John? We're Not much. Good. So I uh, introduced the guys. Who do we have in studio tonight? Well, we've got myself, Kyle Murphy. I got uh, Davey Longlegs over here on lead guitar, Dave DeLuca. Uh, I've also got John uh, Hammer Chapman over on the kit, killing it for us. And uh, one of the other uh, co-writers of the songs with me is uh, Matt Scherer over here on bass. Very cool. So this is your, what, third time here on WATD? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think it is, yeah. Yep. Wow. Amazing. So how have you guys evolved since the last time you were here? I know uh, DeLuca is new to the band. Yeah, definitely. We've gone through a, a couple different lineup changes. Um, it's really started to get the sound that we want in the last uh, couple months here. So we're awesome. excited about where we're at. Very cool. So uh, who wants to tell us the history of the band? How did you guys all come together? Oh. Uh, it started on a long, uh, dark, wintry night. <laughs> No, nah, it was a... Was uh, alcohol involved? <laughs> yes, of course it was. Uh, we were playing in a country band uh, with Brianna Grace, who you've had on this show a couple times, actually. Which I think is how I met you guys, at her yeah. release show. Yep, I think it is, yeah. And that's actually how we met Dave as well. And um, I know Brianna's doing cool stuff right now. And, and we joined her uh, group. She needed a backing band and um, needed a group of musicians. And so I know Matt was friends with her cousin and so matt was enlisted and then uh uh i just kind of answered the call i guess and then um along the lines somewhere dave came in and uh leveled everything and he brought this whole new um way of thinking i guess when it comes to playing music because we've always liked the blues but we didn't really know too much about the blues until dave came into the picture and then it was a whole nother picture, I guess, is what, yeah, for a lack of better phrase. Now, when it comes to uh, recordings, there's two albums, right? Maybe an EP, and you just recorded uh, a recent um, project with Rob Lagat. Yeah, we're not finished with that one yet. Um, we did the first half of it, and then uh, kind of needed to take a break from it, kind of see where we wanted to go. It's a concept album that Matt and I have been working on for a while, and, and Dave's a co-producer on that. Dave produced our first album. Um, and now this one, it's him and Rob. Um, it, it's a it's a concept. I mean, it's really it's Matt's kind of child, uh, it's his idea. So I'm, I'll give it to him. Sure. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, we, we recorded the first six songs with Rob, um, and then we we took a little break, and we're going to record hopefully the next six uh, in the in the fall, and hopefully get the whole thing out by early uh, winter of 2019. That's the plan. Excellent. I want to hear some music, but first things first, uh, the New England Music Awards, you guys nominated. How does that work? Certainly. We're very excited about that. Uh, we're nominated for Rock Act of the Year, and uh, Rob Loyot's also nominated as a producer of the year for his work on our album and also with uh, doing a record for Jonathan Susie. So we're excited. We're pumped about for Rob as well. You go on to newenglandmusicawards.org. Is that what it is? Or, uh, dot com, dot I think. Com. Anymusicawards.com. Yep, and that, that's how you vote. We, we'd, uh, we're hoping to get some good votes. All right. Well, let's hear some music. What do we start the night off with? 
We're going to start out with a tune that Maddie wrote. It's on the next album. It's called Play the Blues. All right. The Daybreakers, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. The Daybreakers live on 95.9 WATD on what we call the tiny stage. This is Almost Famous. My name is John Shea, and whoever wants to tell us about that song, step up to the mic. Sure, I will. Um, so that song's Born to Play the Blues. It's part of the uh, concept record we're writing that Kyle talked about a little bit, talking about uh, a band that doesn't make it and, and kind of deals with the aftermath of that. And that, that song's early in the process when they're going after it and trying to make it work. Born to Play the Blues is what that's driving at, and I think sometimes it gets it done. <laughs> Very cool. Now, the art of the concept album has kind of been lost with time. Why now? <laughs> yeah, a lot of good things don't really exist anymore in rock and roll, so why not bring this one back? I don't know. It's uh, A lot of times when we were starting out, people were saying, you know, people would ask, what, what's your story? What's the story of the band? And I n- never really had a good 
answer for that. So I went to the concept album as kind of a way to create a story for us. And I think there's a lot of things that have been written or or songs that are about bands that get big and then you know drink too much or do too many drugs and crash and burn. But there's not a lot of records or songs about bands that you know work their way up and never quite make it. I thought it was a story that is worthwhile and you know should be told because it's the way that a lot of bands ends up and end up. So that's kind of the, where it started from, and you know that's what we're working on now. Like I said, like Kyle said, we're still working on it. We're still in the process of making it. Excellent, very cool. That is uh, Maddie from the Daybreakers, and um, the new record, uh, six songs done. What is um, what's the plan? I used to have the fall for the uh, remaining six. Do you have a release date in mind? We're hoping for uh, winter of 2019. You know, right after the the holidays, 2019. Fantastic. We have the Daybreakers in studio here on 95.9 WATD. Let's do some more music. What do you want to share with us next? So this next tune we're going to do is uh, More to Say. It's heavily influenced in the blues as well. All right. We have the Daybreakers there on the tiny stage on Almost Famous 95.9 WATD.
The Daybreakers, 95.9 WATD. Who wants to talk about that tune? Oh, that was a, a song I wrote um, that kind of fit into the story loosely. Um, basically, the character is out on the road writing these tunes, um, and but he's also going through heartache and breakup with his girl back at home that he left, so it, uh, it all kind of molds into it. Um, so that's kind of where I got the inspiration for that one. Speaking of inspiration and influences, I want to talk uh, talk about some influences. Um, Kyle, I'll start with you. You know, who did you listen to growing up? Who are you listening to currently? Um, growing up, I used to do a lot of like um, Charlie Parker. I used to listen to a lot of jazz. Um, in terms of rock, it was like White Snake, Poison. Um, you know, all the all the greats. <laughs> You know, now I listen to Dave DeLuca. <laughs> who doesn't? Seriously. <laughs> Maddie, you're up, man. Who, do you, who did you listen to growing up, and who are you listening to now? I listen to a lot of uh, 70s singer-songwriter stuff. That's what my parents really listened to, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, Bob Dylan, that kind of stuff. Um, now I listen to a ton of Rolling Stones. That's probably my favorite band, and I'll credit Dave DeLuca for that, too. Obviously, I, you know, I listened to him a lot when I was younger, but... Dave and I spend a bunch of nights, you know, till two in the morning listening to Exile on Main Street, and that really changed my life in some ways. There's some great songs in there that, you know, really influence a lot of what we're doing in terms of that swampy, groovy blues rock and roll. Nice. John Chapman, I'll go to you next. See if you can talk into that overhead. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, perfectly. Beautiful. Um, Yeah, you know, growing up, my dad uh, raised me on a bunch of, like, big band jazz, you know, Buddy Rich, that sort of thing. Uh, Went to the Regatta Bar a lot growing up, and... uh, then uh, I was like 12, you know, it was like not okay to listen to like rock and roll. And then like <laughs> right around uh, middle school, started getting into like some fusion stuff, Mount Vision Orchestra, but also some of the rock stuff like Almond Brothers, Zeppelin, that sort of thing. Uh, Tower of Power, some of the funk stuff. So it's kind of all over the place. Nice. <laughs> and last but not least, Mr. DeLuca. Uh, certainly the, the typical Beatles and Stones and whatnot. A uh, couple of favorite guitar players. Uh, uh, Mark Knopfler from Dire Straits and uh, Dave Gilmore from Pink Floyd. So a lot of that to the Allman Brothers and then from there into the real influences that they got it from, all the old blues and, and country stuff as nice. well. And Maddie's lying. He already knew every song in Exile before and I ever <laughs> sat down with him. I knew every song, but not every single part. <laughs> so I'm going to go in reverse now. Start with Dave. When did you pick up the guitar? I started taking lessons when I was 10 years old. Before that, I built my own thing called the DeLuca, Ye- DeLuca Lely, which was a two-by-four with elastics on it. <laughs> John Chapman, when did you pick up the sticks? Uh, I was about five, but you know, I didn't really take it seriously until I was like 11 or 12. Nice. He just took it seriously like an hour ago. Ten minutes ago, yeah. <laughs> Maddie, how about you? When did you pick up the bass? Uh, I started playing guitar when I was probably 16 or 17, so I was pretty late, and then picked up the bass. Uh, you know, when we were playing with Brown and Grace Band, honestly, so in my early 20s, I'm late to the party. Nice. It's amazing what a pretty girl can do. (laughs) (laughs) And Kyle, how about you? When did you pick up the guitar? Talking about Matt or Brianna? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Dave. (laughs) Don't talk about my woman. They're all pretty. (laughs) Uh, I started playing around 11. Um, I picked it up because my older brother picked it up, and um, I wanted to be better than him at everything. So, Cool. We are running a little bit ahead of schedule here, so uh, let's do another song. What do you want to play for us next? This next one we're going to do is um, Take Two, actually. It's um, all part of the concept. All right. The Daybreakers, 95.9 WATD.
The Daybreakers, 95.9 WATD, live on the tiny stage here on Almost Famous. My name is John Shea. Tell us about that tune. Who wrote that one? I wrote that one, Matt. Um, it's, uh, that one's a little bit later in the, in the record that we've been working on. That's as the you know, fictional band is fraying and, and starting to break apart, and they're trying to hold it together. That's what that song's talking about. Very cool. So it's a concept record. Do you guys have a title for the record yet? We really don't, right? I mean, we kind of kicked some around, but... We had a couple ideas. You know, maybe, you know, using one of the song titles, uh, Take Two or Play the Blues or even Rebel. You're uh, not going to put, like, Dave's name in there or anything? <laughs> We're going to use his photo. It's going to be his face. <laughs> well, we have to take our first time out of the night. We have the Daybreakers in studio. They're live on the tiny stage. We have more with them, more local music coming your way here on 95.9 WATD. This is Krista Gnidic, and you're listening to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. And welcome back to Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from all across New England, brought to you every Tuesday by Tiny and Sons Glass. Make sure to follow us online, facebook.com slash almostfamousradio. Instagram, too, at almostfamousradio. We have the podcast also, which you can find wherever podcasts are available, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all those good places. And tonight, live in studio here on WATD, we have the Daybreakers. How are you guys doing in there? Very good. Sounding fantastic tonight. Great new studio. Love Thank it. you. Thank you so much. Yeah, we, we, we enjoyed building this. Cool. So the Daybreakers, tell us uh, what's available right now musically that people can get their hands on and also online. Website, Facebook, social media, upcoming shows, anything like that. Sure. So uh, we've released two singles from the, the record, Take Two, which we played earlier, and uh, Rebel, which we'll be playing shortly. Those are both out available on all digital media, so Spotify and Apple Music. We're going to release another single coming up in, in the next week or so, and then it'll be a little bit of time until we put out the, the full record like we talked about before. The website's daybreakersband.com, real simple. Um, is that anything else? Is that good? Social media? Yeah, we got Instagram and, and Facebook. Facebook oh, yeah. is Daybreakers145, and Instagram is at Daybreakers Band. We Excellent. Plan, we plan on doing um, a music video for uh, one of the tunes, probably Rebel. Um, you can catch us every Thursday night over the summer months into September at the Gavel and Rentham, um, 730 to 10, yep. uh, weather permitted because we're right outside in the deck. Um, and then... We're playing the Marshfield Fair, I believe, August 20th. That's right, for Almost Famous Night. Uh, almost Famous Night, With yeah. uh, the Ultra and Abby Vale. Yeah, we we, uh, we shared the bill with Abby over at the Cape Cod Melody Tent. Yes. Which was awesome. That was a, that was a good great. time, too, and she's a great person. She's so. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, she's really good. Um, and you guys are nominated for a New England Music Award. Yep. Tell us about that. Uh, Rock Act of the Year, um, which is cool. <laughs> and you can vote for that at nemusicawards.com. Do it. And uh, Rob Loyot, your producer, is nominated too. Yeah, do that too. <laughs> yes, exactly. Discount on the studio time, maybe. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Let's keep on going with the music. What are we going to hear next? We're going to pull something out of the old catalog called Hard to Explain. Okay. The Daybreakers, 95.9 WATD. I belong to the road I roam Listen to the wheels 
back home, my home. Feels good not to stick around, not to plant my roots, not to settle down. It's kind of hard to explain. It's kind of hard to explain. It's kind of hard to explain.
The Daybreakers, 95.9 WATD. Kyle, tell us about that tune. How'd you write that one? Uh, <clears throat> I think I wrote that maybe two or three years ago. Um, I just kind of wanted to write a song that kind of, uh, like I always wanted to travel. I just want to keep going. I never want to sit still, and I just kind of wanted to write about it, say something about it. And, um, I mean, it kind of just wrote itself the minute I started going. The whole first verse, you know, um, I belong to the road I roam. You know, it's just listen to the wheels that I call my home. You know, it's basically it just kept going and going and going and just felt good to write it out. It sounds like it kind of comes from the same vein as like Faithfully by Journey, like one of those Life on the Road tunes. Yeah, I was kind of um, a nomad for a little bit looking for a place to crash. So, yeah, I'd say probably where it all came from. <laughs> now, I know Dave DeLuca um, produced that tune um, in his studio. And is it true, Dave, that was just one vocal take? <laughs> yeah, that we argued about that for a long yeah, time. He sang it. That was just, it was like, he didn't think he sang it that great. <clears throat> His voice wasn't as strong, but he hit like this natural pureness thing that you strive for, and I wouldn't let him redo it. I mean, these are wild days for the Daybreakers. Because so <laughs> I think it was your Christmas party, Dave, that you, you played that in your studio. Like, you got to hear this track. You know, this is just one take, and I'm not going to let him do it again. Yeah, and then he, then he came in and tried, and he goes, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he went one he went one, one verse and said, yep, okay. There's <laughs> something to be said for when, you have to, when you're thinking about it. It doesn't, you know, I mean, music is art, right? So it's all self-expressive. So you, you have to just kind of be in the moment to do it. If you try to think about it, it doesn't come out the way it should come out. So, Dave, you were a part of the first record. You also have a hand in the in the new project. How has the band evolved in your years as somebody who worked with them, you know, kind of intimately in the studio to what's happening now, um, you know, in the, in the big studio in Situate? Well, I think there's, there's two differences. One is um, there's definitely a lot more of a blues influence because I had recruited both of them into my blues band, which ironically is where we got uh, John Chapman from as well. Uh, I ran out of drummers one night. I called everybody I could think of. <laughs> and uh, Greg Satino said, well, if you really get stuck, there's this guy, John Chapman, who I didn't know. And he showed up at Toad and played a gig and killed it. So John was a huge addition. And then, you know, being at Rob's studio, Rob's just got, you know, a great ear, more experience, better gear. And you tend to play up to that level of, you know, the equipment and the, the production value around you. How about the songwriting? Has the songwriting evolved? Yes, uh, absolutely. The... I think the first record, even, you know, the cherry picking that we did, it was definitely, uh, it was harder. You know, there's, there's more songs that are just more sophisticated than they used to be. Very cool. And uh, we should give another plug. Um, August 20th, the Marshfield Fair, the main stage. You guys are going to be playing live that night along with the amazing Abbey Vale and the Ultra. So it should be a good night. Just uh, Admission to the fair, which I think is 10 bucks, and a full day of fun and music. And I think you guys are taking the stage around 7 o'clock or so. Yep, I believe so. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. We look forward to it. Now, what is the typical Daybreakers live show like? Oh, it, it really... Are there socks involved? <laughs> Ankles. Ankle socks, yes. Uh, it's like... Um, I think that was a Red Hot Chili Peppers reference. <laughs> yeah, but I can't, you know, no tube socks. Um, it, it really depends on the venue. Um, when we play, um, I guess it's it's tough to kind of describe a live show. I mean, definitely original, um, unique. Uh, we're very interactive with the crowd, and um, uh, we like seeing people dance. I dance. I can't stop dancing. I have uh, sexy moves. Um 
distracts Dave. <laughs> it's, I'd say on Thursdays, um, we'll play for probably like an hour and 15, hour and 20 straight and not even know it because it's, we're just having so much fun up there and we kind of, we show that. You know, it's not work to us. You know, we're there and we're excited to be there and uh, we want everybody to feel that. Uh, and that's basically what we try to portray. As, long as, as well as telling the stories that we're writing, you know? Yes, exactly. I think the with music today, it's who can write the, you know, a two-minute and 50-second pop hit, whatever happened to the art form, you know? Exactly. Now they take, you know, there's a room full of writers, and every song on the top 40 has, like, seven yeah. or eight co-writers, and it's, it's more of, like, a business than it is yeah. having fun. It's unfortunate because, it, you know... It's just uh, a lost art. It's now become so industrialized that it's 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 sad in a way. Um, I'm getting emotional. It's all good, man. <laughs> How about some more music? Thank you. <laughs> this next one's called Rebel. This is going to be uh, off the second album. It was I think we just released it on all social media platforms about a month ago. All right, the Daybreakers on the tiny stage, ninety five nine WATD. It's all yours.
Those are the Daybreakers. They are live in studio tonight on 95.9 WATD. Kyle, tell us about that tune. Um, it's it's uh, basically, that's probably the beginning of the concept album where he's kind of made up his mind and he's made this decision to go and follow his heart. He wants to go and play music. This is what he's going to do. He's told he's got to go out west, so I'm going to pack my bags and leave it all behind. Um, you know, but he's, I can do this. Just believe in me. Just give me some time, you know? How many of these songs are somewhat autobiographical? Uh. Stepping out of the way. Stepping away. I think it's a combination on all of them. At least, you know, when I'm writing songs, obviously you're drawn from personal experience, but I'm not trying to write the story of our band. I, you know, trying to kind of think about some some other things or some things that I've seen along the way and, you know, put that in there. So somewhat, but not completely, certainly. So I've got a friend who uh, started a movement. She calls it Let the Music Set You Free. And her mission is to use music to empower people to break free from things that hold them back in life. Do you find music does that for you? Oh, absolutely. And how? Uh, There's a healing power to it. It's very cathartic to write uh, what you feel, even if you don't say it's about you, but you put it into a story about a character, which is what we're doing with this this song, so, well, this album. So it's not really, it's autobiographical, I guess, to it. Did I just make a word up? Yes. Uh, to an extent. Can we remove that, please? To, or just add the syllable later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> splice that in. But I guess it's it's from a all the things that you dream of doing, but you haven't figured out how to do it yet, but then it just makes you feel good to get it off your chest. Even though you'd like to do it, you know that there's, realistically it doesn't make sense currently. Matt, do you want to add to that? No, no, that was great. That was right on the money. I love it. Fantastic. Even the, even the word I made up? <laughs> that was, yeah, that was good, too. <laughs> what was the word again? Uh, autobiographical. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the record. <laughs> I, think that, I think Dave's onto something in there. I think he is, too. I hate when he does that. Awesome. We have the Daybreakers. They're in studio tonight on 95.9 WATD. Having a good time making up words, making up songs. <laughs> What do we? Uh, what do you want to play next? Let's just uh, let's keep on rolling. Yeah, we'll, we'll pull something from the old catalog. This one's uh, Mary Lou. All right. Maddie wrote this one. What's this one about, Maddie? Um, being in college and having fun, and chasing down women. Sounds good. <laughs>
Very cool. The Daybreakers live in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Let's just keep on rolling with the music. What do you want to share with us next? So this next one's kind of a, this one, this next one's out of the box, I guess, from what we normally would do. It's called Never Been. That's about it. All right. The Daybreakers, it's all yours. 95.9 WATD. of my 
those are the Daybreakers. They're on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea, introducing you to independent bands and musicians. Every Tuesday, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. August 20th is the date, Marshfield Fair. The Daybreakers are playing along with the Ultra and Abbey Vale. So uh, tell us about that tune. Who wrote that one? I wrote that one. Um, it was very um, kind of like Latin-influenced. Uh, um, lyrically, kind of touches upon a little bit of a dark side um, of myself. Um, but it, it could work for also the concept album for the character himself. Um, because in this industry, there's a lot of self-doubt, especially when you're writing your own music and you're putting it out for people to kind of comment on because everybody's a music critic. Exactly. And Speaking you know, of self-doubt, um, I had a musician in here a while back who sat on her album for over a year because she was uh, crippled by, by self-doubt. How, do you ever go through self-doubt, and how do you get yourself through it? Uh, Matt, you want to go first? I go through self-doubt all the time. I pretty much you know, throw out 95% of the things that I write, and that's, I think, normal. You, know, you, you, you never think it's good enough, and eventually you get some stuff that you can stand, you can deal with, and then you bring that to the band. That's kind of how my process works. There's a, a ton of self-doubt. I think as I've gotten older and as I've done it more, I actually have more self-doubt, which I wouldn't expect, but I think, I'm hoping that means the songs are getting better. Um, but, you know, that's kind of how my process works. I'm Absolutely. not sure if that's the way to do it or not. Yeah, my process is, uh, I, I, you kind of can tell if, personally, I, I kind of feel if a song just doesn't hit me a certain way, then it's no good. And that's, you know, probably 99% of the stuff I write. I'm like, this is, I don't like this. I'll never want to play it. Um, you just kind of have to get over it. And you have to kind of realize that, you know, there's always going to be somebody out there that thinks they can do it better. You just got to kind of be true to who you are and, express yourself it's called it's art you know it's 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 nobody can be you exactly absolutely we have the daybreakers in studio 95.9 WATD we have to take one last break but I think we have time for one more song does that work for you guys Sure. All right. We'll be back with more on 95.9 WATD after this. All right. This is Ward Hayden from Girls, Guns, and Glory. You're listening to 95.9 WATD. And welcome back to 95.9 WATD. This is Almost Famous, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from here on the South Shore into Boston and all across New England. My name is John Shea, and we are wrapping things up, coming close to 10 o'clock. But for a few more moments, we have the Daybreakers live in studio, the award-nominated Daybreakers. Thank you very much. This next song is called um, Down well, Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's that? Who's in charge here? Oh, my bad. <laughs> Give us the website, the social media, oh, all that good stuff. I don't remember any of that Self-promote, guys. Self-promote. Um, daybreakersband.com. And we have other uh, social media sites. <laughs> Maddie, would you like to step yeah, Matt, up to you the do mic? This. Get up here. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Daybreakers145. Is Just keep Facebook. Kyle away from the microphone. <laughs> no. Um, and the Instagram's at Daybreakersband. We have a Twitter that's uh, Daybreakers1452. And a uh, upcoming show date, uh, Marshfield Fair, August 20th? Yep, that's, that's the next one on the docket is Marshfield Fair next Monday, August 20th, going on around 7 o'clock. And like Kyle mentioned before, we're also every Thursday at the Gavel Pub in uh, Rentham Center throughout the summer and in, into September. Excellent. And um, nominated for Band of the Year? Rock Act of the Year. Rock Act John. of the Year. NEMusicAwards.com. What are we closing the night off with? 
We're gonna close it out with um, uh, this song's called Downtown River, and it's kind of uh, our character in the in the concept album, looking back at his life um, and remembering somebody special. Okay, guys, thanks so much for coming to the South Shore. Get home safely. We'll talk to you soon, and we'll see you on the twentieth. Thank you very much, John, for having us.
and began to pray. I looked up into the sky, started to smile, girl, and you know why. Cause if we should never meet again, still got that kiss by the river man. We float around in the big blue stream. You and me, we made such a good team. You hold on tight, I'll keep you afloat. We build a sand castle and line up with a moat. And I don't believe that there's nothing left for me. That there's nothing left for me. 